What's good? It's your girl, Just Be Real, and welcome to the season nine finale of Just Be Real Podcast. I know, I know. What? We're here. And I'm so happy to be able to give y'all this finale. So, how you gonna add to me? I mean, I did talk about my, you know, public figure I got a crush on, and I did talk about what I'm looking for into them and how they've attracted me. But I guess the question for both of us is, how you gonna add to me? You already have notorious notoriety, and I'm a regular decorative schmegular to eyes in society. But we both have qualifications, and we already have tables that are set. So how are we going to add to them? Hmm. Enough of me chatting. Let's get real. Good people, good people, good people. I'm going to make it known for y'all, a lot of those episodes are pre-recorded, so if they didn't make sense and it was scrambled when y'all listened to them, it's because I recorded them some before the others. So next time now I know, you know, rookie mistake because I, you know, I'm into this, but I ain't into this. Just record and just speak some shit and then let people pick up from where it is and then go from there. Because you can always, when you're in charge of your podcast, can change your mind because I do it all the time. Shout out to my soror, Let Us See, for the ad to me. That is one of my favorite tracks on Let Love Rule. And since we're talking about love, might as well use the proper song to bring us in and the proper song to close us out for the season yes baby season nine is about to be done in month nine which is september now this is something i've recorded pre-recorded but it ain't too far off from when y'all gonna hear it so i'm making it known now but i also want to let y'all know i'm gonna take a quick hiatus a little break um I've been doing a lot, as I've told y'all, with double retrogrades, double reflections made. I have been doing a lot of soul searching. I have had, because of Venus record retrograde, even though it's ended, having that with us being in the post-shadow period and Venus going direct. Um, I have been in a space where I have been truly, truly invested in myself. I have been taking steps back. I have tapped into meditation, which is something that I had, I've heard of and the benefits, but never fully tapped into. Then I have also just taken the time where I've had a lot of reflections from people from my birthday who are no longer around. When they say 33 is your Jesus year, you really do find the Judases in your Jesus year. Okay, let's make it clear. So I have had done that. With that being said, there's a lot of energies I have removed in this last full moon, the super blue moon that happened on the 30th. We're going into third deacon. We're in third deacon Virgo season now, which is a season I don't really fuck with. And we're still in Mercury retrograde. Baby, when I say I'm on the sidelines, I'm on the sidelines because third deacon Virgos, I don't do. I tolerate them. They cool to hang out with, but I got to take them in doses and no shade to y'all third deacon Virgos. If y'all take it as shade, that's y'all business, but... I don't really rock with them because they're too close to Libra and Libra is the only air sign I do not fuck with. I tolerate Libra in doses, but when you have a Leo sun and mad Leo placement, uh, not Leo, when you have mad Libra placements and you're a Libra sun, I think Shay, which is my friend that passed, is the only Libra I was able to tolerate. And that's because she was a mass presenting stud, a mass presenting female who was a stud and literally had more nigga tendencies than female tendencies. Because me and Libras, we do not go together. A lot of these Virgos who are in third deacon, third deacon Virgos are closer to Libra because Libra starts on the 23rd, I want to say, of September. So anybody within the last week of Virgo season, within them last 10 days, which technically would be like 
the 13th or September 12th to the 22nd. And y'all not really Virgos in my mind. Y'all more Libras. And a lot of them, I realized too, a lot of them got Libra placements. I feel like I was saying this to uh, a homegirl of a homegirl. And I was telling her how I feel like a lot of September Virgos have a lot of Libra placements. And I say that because Beyonce is a Virgo sun, as I am, a Scorpio moon, as I am, but a Libra rising. <laughs> and I'm a Leo rising. And I feel like a lot of August Virgos got a lot of Leo placements. So it, it makes sense, but it doesn't. But when I say Virgo or two, you get a split in half of Virgos. There's four different types of Virgos. There's August Virgos. There's September Virgos. Then there's September third deacon Virgos. Well, there might be six different kinds. <laughs> then you have August Virgo women. Then you have September Virgo women. Okay. And then you have um, August. Then you have August Virgo men and September Virgo men. So there's six differentiations. Um, but personally, I personally feel like after September 4th, which is Beyonce's birthday, the rest of y'all niggas not really Virgos. I mean, y'all Virgos, but y'all not like really, really Virgo Virgos. Like y'all not here in the, at, at, the, at, the, at the peak of when Virgo season is at its finest because it does start on the 23rd of August. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like y'all here, but y'all not really here. And I feel like Virgos, September Virgos kind of fall to the wayside a little bit, depending. I feel like September Virgos, women are more chill. Um, like Taraji P. Henson, you have that September 14th, you have Nas, you have uh, Danny B, who's a part of, you know, Orange is New Black. You got a lot of them, but a lot of them is just like, you just got to just stay on the wayside. So shout out to Virgo season still being in full effect. Much respect to my fellow Virgos. Ain't no real shade. We still all Virgos. We're still <laughs> the best of the best. So it is what it is. Um, so there's that. But that's not what we're here today. Um, I just want to let y'all know that. So I will be taking a break. I will be coming in with, see, y'all know I got some type of ADHD. My mind be going a thousand miles a minute, y'all. But September, I'm, uh, this will be the closeout season nine, October. I'm actually going to do it for y'all October 1st. Y'all can prepare for a season 10 premiere. I feel like it's only right to have the season 10 premiere on the first day of October, which is the 10th month of the year so why not go full throttle um and then we'll step into that and that'll be season 10 which is kind of crazy because the year is almost over and we literally have three months before the year is done and we're into 2024 and i feel like 2023 just got here like bitch where you gotta go but anyway we're here today because we're gonna try to see what we can add so to get back on topic today's subject is called notorious notoriety now, I've had this topic tucked in my back pocket for about mm, maybe six, five, six seasons. It's been stuck in my back pocket because I feel like I've had to hold off for it to align with the prior episode, which is the episode is, I like you. I really like you, which is I'm when I say it, I'm saying it in the alfalfa Delilah voice from the Little Rascals. So if y'all know, y'all know what I'm talking about. But I feel like it's something I had to talk about where I feel like now it was put on my spirit to talk about it because I'm stepping back from social media as much. Like, I'm not letting it consume me and I'm being more in the moment and I'm being more present. Like, I feel like I don't have to share everything with motherfuckers I really don't know and even those I do because some shit is just meant for me. And if I'm I'm missing out on moments by always 
sharing moments where people don't appreciate them the way I'm doing because they're looking through a whole nother lens and that's fine, but I don't give a fuck about your opinion. And I think that's where I'm at right now. Like, I don't care to share shit because it's not worth sharing. There's not shit worth sharing. And I've realized as the years go by more and more that I post less and less on social, like on my grid, because I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't have shit to share with y'all niggas. Like, you'll get it in my stories, but like, there's just, I'm very now, I'm, I think I really am walking into a private, a privacy place in my life where I prefer to just keep shit to me and those who I really fuck with in my real life, because I think niggas make an assumption out of an illusion of what's being presented on socials, because it's what I post is what I allow you to see. And as I'm reading Kiki Palmer's book, which I fucking love, hopefully y'all need to go get it. I don't belong to you. Quiet the noise and find your voice has been like the best. Like I told y'all how that Janelle Monet book took me a year and a half to finish. I started Kiki's book right after, which I want to say is like a month ago or like a few weeks ago. I'm almost done with the book because it's so riveting. But again, Kiko, Kiki's a Virgo. Her birthday is August 26th. So the way she's able to capture, like, it's literally, I'm reading it how she speaks. And it literally is written how she speaks. So it's easier to talk. And it's kind of like a self-help book, but also an affirmation and reminder. So every day, um, I make sure I get at least 10 pages in to read her book. And it always, you know, invigorates me. And I'm at the point, literally, where I'm reading where she did to Cinderella. And she took a step back from social media and realized that there's certain things of her personal life she don't got to share with the world. Because what people are posting are their highlight reels to their life, no matter who they are. They're not always constantly telling you the struggle and the strife that goes with the highlight to that reel. But there's a buildup to that, that, you know, that climax in that movie. But make sure that you're able to know that what you're sharing on that movie, that when it comes to the conclusion, you're okay with it. Where you're looking back, oh, should I have changed the ending? Because there's going to be a reaction to whatever you post. You see what I'm saying? So that's where I'm at with it. And I think that's even more pivotal for me because we are in retrograde i'm reevaluating my values and i think novi was right when she said i was going to get more spiritually inclined because meditation is something i've never done but like having my meditation playlist where literally it's nothing but sound bowls and like instrumentals has been so relaxing for my body like <sighs> 15 minutes I'm at right now, but I think because I had to change the playlist because some of them had words, they were interrupting my zen. So now I have to, I've done it where hopefully now I've got it down pat. So speaking on that and my spirituality and my oneness with self, it comes to how you going to add to me. Like it's, it's one thing to be famous and it's another to just be a public figure. Like some people are public figures. They're not famous, but they're public figures. Fame is not defound, defined above defound. I don't know. That might be a word. I don't know. But fame is not defined for them by what the scale is for American society to be famous. Like Holly Berry is famous. Denzel Washington is famous. Oprah Winfrey is famous. Ava DuVernay is famous. You know what I'm saying? Tabitha Brown is famous. You know what I'm saying? But then you have people who are public figures like Novi Brown is a public figure. Uh, Crystal Renee Heslett is a public figure. Selena Johnson is a public figure. Um, Javicia Leslie is a public figure. These are people that are known to the public, but the whole world doesn't know who the fuck they are. And they're not claimed to, they're not claimed to fame. Like Queen Latifah is famous. You know what I'm saying? Like they're known across boards. And I think that's the difference between famous and public figure is 
Fame, being famous means you're known across different platforms. You're not just known for the way you've entered into the genre of whatever you were exposed to the world. Like Queen Latifah entered into the public eye through hip hop. But Queen Latifah is now known as a talk show host, a hip hop artist, a philanthropist, um, a humanitarian, um, a living legend, an uh, actress, um, as the list goes on, uh, avid supporter for uh, a supporter of obesity, you know, cancer research. She's known, right? But given that she does have fame and she's famous, her fame doesn't attach her to what she feels like she has to reveal to the internet. Like, if you follow Queen Latifah like I've done, because y'all know I'm a stan, you will see that Queen Latifah is a person who is a public figure who's famous, but she's very, very private. Like, she will give you what she wants to share. If it's something minuscule, she'll share it. If you ever see things when it comes to her personal life, her love life, it's paparazzi. It's never something directly from her. Outside of what we got on the hip hop, on the uh, BT Awards, like a few years, a couple years ago, which still was cryptic as hell. This is what I fucking love about the mystique of this woman. Like, she knows how to use social media to her advantage. Then you have the public figures who are known just in their craft. Like, Javicia Leslie, you only see her as an actress. You don't see her as nothing else but an actress because acting is how you were introduced to her, correct? You introduced her by Batwoman. You introduced her that God friended me. You were introduced to her through whatever small projects or whatever. She's known as an actress, right? Amanda Seals is famous. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Amanda Seals is famous. She's not just a public figure. She's famous. Because she came in in, in the 90s on My Brother and Me. She was on a hit, iconic black TV show with Insecure. She's been a VJ on MTV when she used to do Sucker Free Countdown Sundays. She has been a poet on Deaf Comedy Jam. She's a philanthropist. She's an activist. She's a comedian. You see what I'm saying? So she has different avenues where people know her as. You say... Novi Brown, you just know her as an actress. Okay, she has conversation and constellations. But unless you follow Novi and know her personally, conversation and constellations is not the first thing you're going to attach to Novi. The first thing you're going to attach to Novi is sisters. Because that's what she's known from. KJ, you're going to attach her as, KJ Smith, as sisters or Sky Black's wife. Because they met and they had this extravagant wedding. Oprah, you're going to look at her as the Oprah Winfrey show. You're going to look at her as with Jenny uh, Weight Watchers. You're going to look at there. You know what I'm saying? So there's levels. I'm trying to explain it, but I know it's making sense in my mind. But it may not be coming out the way for y'all to understand it. But there's a big difference. So I personally am not for a person that's famous. And that's because there's too much attached to it. And there's too much that people want to know of your every day. Like Kim Kardashian is famous, even though we don't fucking want to admit it. But it is what it is. So when you come to that type of level, I prefer a public figure. Where people know you, but they don't know all about you. You see what I'm saying? Like they know just enough where you've made it where you have a supportive, a support system of people who supporters who want to support anything you do, but they not, it's not where it's overwhelming. You see what I'm saying? I need that in my life. Because there's a, a place of anonymity I want to maintain that I don't want to be attached. You have your own values of you adding to your craft. So if you need me to help you with crafting of, let's say, business or accounting, working that stuff, I'm here for you. I can add to you on that level because you're probably looking at me as somebody you trust. 
But when it comes to the creative, when it comes to like being in the public eye, sharing our relationship, I'm not with that shit. I'm really not with it. I prefer, even if you do post me, post me where you're not tagging me because I don't want everybody thinking that they have access to me through you or access to you through me. And then they got to befriend me because I'm a quick bullshit detector, but I'm not here for it. Like, I'm all good. But it's a responsibility and a due diligence too when you have notorious notoriety because your platform is supposed to be used. Okay, not saying it has to be used, but your platform is to be used in a way where you have an audience and your audience is attracted to you for a particular reason because there's something within your light that you're drawing them in that you have a responsibility to do your due diligence to speak on things, to do certain things. As much as people say that they don't, but you do. Because clearly people listen to you. Clearly people like something about your vibe, your personality, else they wouldn't be here. You see what I'm saying? Like, out of the fucking 60 people I follow, 30 of them are public figures. That's because I follow them because they have something that that sparks something in me to see something in myself to keep pushing. Or there's something that they say on their platform that motivates me to use my voice. You see what I'm saying? So, like, there's a reason I follow them. But the 1,800 people that follow me, I can't tell you what the fuck they follow me for because I don't really share shit on my socials. I'll share shit on my story, which you'll get, which is more most people go to anyway because the likes never match the fucking views. But even if I post some shit on my my grid, which is rare, I'm going to share more stuff in my stories because I don't need that shit on there for affinity. I'll let that shit be there for 24 hours and you soak in what you need to soak and keep it pushing. But in reality, I have a whole business page that's dedicated for IE, this podcast and stuff within my creative being where I separate it from my personal. So that's you're going to see more of me on or more action than you do over here. So it's a due diligence for me to enlighten minds to motivate people on my business page because I'm a creative. It's my due diligence and responsibility to speak about stuff as like as I've done over these last three years on this podcast because I have a voice that needs to be heard. But nonetheless, there's another person out there that's like me that's not hasn't had the courage to speak up. Now, because I do have my own platform doesn't mean I need to use yours to get there. Like I've always said. I have a bunch of public figures I well known that if I wanted them on this podcast, I could, but I don't want them here. My cousin is a public figure and he's well known and I could be able to get him to get me anybody that I really want on this podcast to make my shit blow up. But I don't want that. I want this built on my own foundation. You feel me? So that just shows how much like when notorious notoriety, it's not what I can add to you is stability, confidence, support, creative guidance, and a financial financial direction. That's what I can add to you. I can add peace. I can add fun. I can have um, emotional intelligence, cognitive dissonance. I can add to you on that. Now, adding to me with your notorious notoriety, I just need your down-to-earthness. I just need your spirituality, your meditation, the time that I know for yourself you're doing the work, the time that I know that you're taking time for yourself to just focus on stuff where you feel like you don't got to post every fucking single thing we do. Like, I've seen a public figure... Just today on a um, on a social media when they posting a whole process of them going to go through a procedure. Why are you sharing everything with the whole world? Like we already know you in a relationship, but that's I just feel like that's giving too many people options to be invasive because you're looking for attention. I hate attention seekers. Like niggas who gotta be missing me too, pick me head ass motherfuckers. A notoriety public figure or not, I don't give a fuck. I'll unfollow you. I've unfollowed some of the public figures I fuck with and been fucking with for years because I'm like, you don't draw attention to what it doesn't fit my mold or where I'm at spiritually anymore. You're a pick me motherfucker who gotta be seen because you always want attention and you look for social media to crave that attention 
attention for something that you got to do within yourself. And you made it clear that's what you need to do. I don't mind being not seen, but it's hard to not do it because of my fucking fucking uh, fire placements. But I like to be in the background because I do also have water placements, which is Scorpio and Leo, literally polar opposites. Scorpio likes to be in the darks of the depths. Leo likes to be bright in the sun and forefront. I am the opposite. I li I'm literally in the middle. I don't need to be seen, but if I'm seen, bet. If I'm not, oh well. Like, I don't give what you got is what you've earned. And what I got is what I've earned. And we can come together and earn something together, but I don't ever want to deter you from your earnings and you deter me from mine. That's just how I feel. And I don't need the bragging rights. I don't need the one-ups. I don't need the societal pressures. Because if you one thing for one thing for certain, two things for sure, you start fucking with me and you a public figure. I'ma talk about society and culture. I'm gonna talk about the wrongs in this world. I'm going to use my voice to speak up on it on a platform. And if that's something that you don't want to be attached to, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Like Ebony K. Williams, after watching Real Housewives of New York season 13, I, I had a liking to Ebony K. Williams. And I want you to listen to the words I'm using and listen to them carefully. I'm using them distinguished and in a polished format for y'all to understand because a lot of y'all use words so frivolously in context, not realizing the deeper meaning of what they mean. I had a liking to Ebony K. Williams from, from the griot, but I have a strong admiration and respect and a love for Ebony K. Williams now. And I'm going to say because having to deal with the adversities and the constant uh, white fragility on that fucking show and constantly being belittled in your emotions and then having them be a juxtaposition to a white counterpart, the patience and, and, and level of class and poise she had to have, my goodness. So Ebony K. Williams, I love you, my my you know my sister Greek. A may shout out to you, oopski, we out here. But I respect her because people constantly are telling her to 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 lessen her standards, and she's a fellow Virgo as well. <laughs> but lessen her standards or be more silenced in a in a in a society where her voice is already trying to be silenced. So I don't think a lot of people understand that. Uh, I had somebody ask me, do I feel the same way I felt before about R-H-O-N-Y or Roni, as Ebony would say, of season 14 with the same girls? Yes, I do. My my opinion doesn't... I'm a motherfucker. I said what the fuck I said. So, Cy, Bryn, and Uba are still my favorites. I don't give a fuck what's transpired between Jenna, uh, Aaron, and fucking Jessel. Those three are bad bitches. And if you think about it too, in a way, they're three minority women who are black women. The only difference is Uber has more melanin. But Sai is black. She's African-American, Cuban, Brazilian. She's black. Okay? Bryn is half and half. She's half black, half white, but she's black. Just with freckles and, and ginger hair. She's a light-skinned black. But they're three black women. So as soon as three black women do something, it's going to always be an uproar and it's going to be a controversy because it's, oh, they're cackling hands, they're doing mean girls. But when Jessel was key king with Jenna talking shit, the same way Aaron was key king with all three, that wasn't no cack, that wasn't no mean girl spirited shit. This is why I say my, my, my perspective is not fucking changing. And I think when the person asked me, they knew that 
If you ask me why, I'm going to give you a dissertation and give you prime examples because I'm very attentive and I'm very aware of what's going on in this fucking narrative. Y'all not going to do the same shit y'all did to Ebony to these women. And I know it's what the fuck they're trying to do and paint them in the image of this Roni season 14 as them being mean girls when they're not. But when Aaron, who happens to be Jewish, not saying it's an issue, but when Aaron does some shit or Jessel, who's Indian, or Jenna, whose not even real name is Jenna, it's Judith, does some shit that's prima donna and they call her on the shit, it's a problem. But let it have been Side when Side left Aaron's fucking 10th anniversary because they were serving everything because she doesn't eat meat and she's vegan. She's a pescatarian. When they serve everything that doesn't have on the menu where she can't eat because she doesn't eat beef, pork, or chicken, it's an issue. When Bryn says some shit outlandish, it's a problem. But when Aaron and Jessel say some shit, when Jessel pretty much degraded and, and tore down Jenna, nobody had nothing to say. I hate these fucking narratives are trying to be pushed. And I know exactly what the fuck Andy Cohen does because he does it with every fucking franchise. And he's trying to do the same bullshit now. But I'm hip to the game. I'm hip to it early. So I'm not changing my mind. It is what it is. And my thing is when it comes to this whole situation, because you know now on X, formerly known as Twitter, verification was a big thing to have a blue check because it was originally implemented in 2010 to be able to distinguish the real from the fraudulent, which is pretty much people who are imposters to what celebrities are. So that's what they did, the verification. Same thing happened with Instagram. Now, for me, I feel like if taking it for both Instagram and fucking NX, or I'm going to say Twitter... The issue is now that you've taken away these verifications, we know these people, but to pay for it, my thing is if you're paying for your verification, that's like paying for your soul. If people know who you are and say you are and they've followed your following and they're still following you, I'm pretty sure by word of mouth, which is the best form of marketing, they'll be able to say like, this is so-and-so. To pay for verification to be verified by motherfuckers or billions of motherfuckers who don't fucking know you in real life, to me is a, a, a sense of insecurity and entitlement. Because you feel like because you have notorious notoriety, you're above everybody else. But motherfucker, you shit the same way I do. And you put on one pants like at a time. To do the same shit on Instagram where I know a couple people who never would have had blue check marks. I know these motherfucking weird ass, old ass motherfuckers are paying for verified checks on, on Instagram. To be notarized because of their association affiliation to this one other public figure who's already been verified. So what does the verification really fucking mean for you? Because there's people out here that got 16K followers are trying to get verified for what? But what the fuck do you do enough for you to be verified? Like, nobody really knows you. <laughs> I feel like to be verified, people need, you need to be notarized and have notoriety. Nobody really knows you. Especially if you're a background fucking, you're a background supporting role, motherfucker. You don't take center stage. You take pictures with people who are notar notarized in society. I, and I'm doing this in air quotes. But you're not notarized by society because you don't have any close interpersonal relationships with these people. Whew, let me say it again. You're not notarized with society, but the people you're around are notarized. So of one interaction, because that notarized person follows you, you feel like you have a real connection. But you have no true interpersonal interaction with these notarized public figures. And you always got to be a pick me under their comments trying to be seen. But the ones that you do know and have an actual interpersonal relationship with to support, you don't fucking support. That's why I unfollow these niggas. I've supported you in your career. I've supported you in your path before this fucking blue check. 
but you couldn't show love on my birthday. You couldn't fucking at least say happy birthday, but your weird ass want to tell me when she on Facebook. Like, you're a weird ass motherfucker, but you like my birthday picture. Y'all niggas are fucking weird. This is why I said I don't want to be bothered with social media right now because niggas make it law where they have such a disconnect with real life people that they really be on some walkie shit. I don't give a fuck you verified, nigga. You ain't verified in my world and in my life, so fuck you. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, when people like, you just, they, my friends say all the time, they're like, yo, you dating a public figure, we can't see it. We could see it because you're not with the fucking games. And I'm like, yes, I don't want to be seen. I don't people know we're dating. I don't people know that we even have a relationship. I don't give, let me be the hand in the fucking picture where you're showing my hand and the rest of the world trying to figure out who to, they know somebody's with you on vacation, just don't know who. Let that be the case. And when I post, I'm make sure I post it, but you don't never got to tag me. Like niggas who will know, will know, but it's like, I don't, I'm not here for the bloggers and the gossip and shit. Like, oh my gosh, this whole shit with Drew is throwing me the fuck off and getting on my fucking nerves. I don't care. So it's like, what does the verification really mean for you? Now, there's a social distortion, like I said. Like, there's a distorted reality that you're more important than you really are. You might be important in your own world, which is cute. To the three little people in your orbit, that's cute. But to society as a whole, nobody gives a fuck. You're an atom. An atom and a molecule of other atoms that make a comprise of a bigger census of like a whole organism. Nobody gives a fuck. I know I don't. And I think it's because, again, I'm in a space where it's just like, why do people share so much? Why is social media such a thing? And why is it the end all be all? Like, that's what I'm evaluating. And I think because I'm taking a step back, it's just like, this shit is overrated. Like over fucking rated like if y'all know how many stories of people i do follow are muted because i don't give a fuck what they're doing because none of what they're doing inspire me or nothing that they post is positive it's just like ugh, it's not for my palate and like i said it's false illusions i still go by the stigma and this is how i feel i can add to whoever i'm i'm with for notorious notoriety and i feel like also let me make it clear too when I become notor, notor become no, notorious for notoriety, because I feel at some point in life, like like they say, with Capricorn placements, they don't flourish until their 30s. So I feel like I still got time. I'm only three years in this motherfucker. But when I have my Easter Bray moment and niggas know who the fuck I am, I'm still going to be the same motherfucker talking the same shit. Like, a lot of messages are going to be going to the to filtered messages, and I'm going to be on my fucking Javisi, but I'm going to look at them shits, because I don't really care. Like, maybe one or two, depending, but I don't really care. Like, <laughs> I don't care, because I know in society, like, and I think that's how people get this big-ass ego, and I, that's another part of it. Ego is not a thing for me now. Like, I've learned to detach from my ego, like... I'm like, oh, if I unfollow so-and-so, they're a public figure. Like, people ain't going to know that so-and-so's a public figure, and I know them. That's really... And I'm being honest with y'all. Like, completely fucking transparent. If I don't follow them, people ain't going to know I fuck with so-and-so, and so-and-so fuck with me. So if I follow them, like, people going to see that I don't follow them, and they might unfollow me. Dude, does it really fucking matter, though? Because what has so-and-so done for you in real life? Nothing. But how much have you done and supported so-and-so? A lot. And they can't even reciprocate it. So who gives a fuck? If niggas know, no. Niggas who, excuse me, niggas who know, know what's up. Niggas who know, know how, that you fuck with so-and-so, but you don't got to make it known. Like, you have, and then I had to think to myself, you have a whole cousin who's a public figure and you don't follow them because you don't want it to be attached that y'all are family for niggas to be on your dick. You'll be fine. So I go by the stigma and my motto is fuck social media. What you like in real life.
Because a lot of what you supposed to be ain't what you supposed to be. Mmm. Don't let that go over your head. I follow a proverbial road. Like I said, I'm all about enlightenment and spirituality. So there's a proverbial road I follow. And a lot of my proverbial road does not allow me to detour to social media. And it doesn't allow me to detour to notoriety. I feel like God has waited. I'm going to be honest with you. God waited to give me notoriety. Because y'all know I have the personality and energy to just, it, it gives. It just gives. Like, you know when people told me, like, you have the voice for commercial. You have the voice for a podcast. You have the voice for this. You have the energy for this. I know. I know I do. Even though I'm not trained, but I know I do. I have that. I'm just that girl with that personality. And I'm not going to be modest no more because once I learned the definition of modest, I can no longer associate with the character trait because that means I'm making myself small for you to feel big. And I'm not ever going to dim my light for me to shine. I'm not going to ever make myself small because you're small minded. It's just not about to happen no more. So, and I think that's what became a problem for a lot of niggas, to be honest, in my Jesus year. But it's not a thing for me to feel like I have to have eyes and God probably maybe wait because he was like, your ego's too big. You know, Leo is the ruler of ego. Your ego's too big. You're not ready for this. It's just going to go to your fucking head and you're going to be beyond yourself. I think even Tab, Tab said this. You're, it's going to be beyond yourself and you're not ready to handle all that comes with it. I think that's what God's been doing. And as I'm slowly taking time to digest, God's like, okay, maybe you may be ready because you're not letting this shit go to your head and let your ego. But when you step outside of your ego, when you step outside of your ego, okay, because ego, take that G away and put the M as emo, which is your emotions. That's what is really attached to how you feel about yourself and what you feel you're entitled to. So ego to me is entitled, guaranteed opportunity. Let me say that again. Entitled, guaranteed opportunities because you feel like this is what you did. This is who I, look at who I am. Once I stepped outside of my ego, baby, I'm like, fuck it. If it happened, it happened. If it don't, it don't. It is what it is. I'm in the moment. Like this shit don't make or break me. I'm still going to be doing this podcast. I'm still going to do what I do. If I get seen, I get seen. If I don't, I don't. But what's meant for me won't pass me. And I told y'all before, what's meant for me won't pass me. Rhapsody got that jacket. She got it a year later, but she got it. She got it. Tab might not have that jacket now, but she'll get it. Because trust me, I'm going to do very good Mondays. I'm going to stop selling myself short. You see what I'm saying? I be trying to play small with people who play small because they don't see themselves big. But I know I have, I'm have. i a big thinker. So I got to be around motherfuckers who got big thinkers. You got to think big, bitch. Think big. I think it also because it because now because projection comes from prior rejection. I feel like that's why a lot of people take this notoriety shit personal because some of them were motherfuckers who were not known back in the day and they're like getting eyes on them and niggas gassing them. They're like, oh shit, everybody see me, but they don't have aware self awareness because I think even Javisi said it best. Like she was bullied all the time as a kid. Um, she had a weird name in which everybody didn't know, so she was picked on all the time. And she got into the eyes of, you know, the public eye and she had to realize and take step back to kind of go on a self journey to realize like, who is Javicia? And I think that's why I respect her so much because a lot of people get this shit and they run with it and they just take advantage and that's all they're addicted to. And ain't nobody got time for that. Again, like I said, followers to following makes a difference. I don't follow many people because I don't, I'm not a follower. You get me? 
Let me let me break it down. Let me get let me give y'all a little in double innuendo. The following, the following to follower. I don't, I'm not a follower of many because I am not a follower in real life. I don't follow people because it's something somebody else is doing. I'm going to do it too. I don't give a fuck. That's what you're doing. What works for you works for you. What works for me works for me. And I'm going to create my own path as a trendsetter, a trailblazer. I don't do a lot of following on social media because I'm not a follower in real life. But I've always been a leader, which makes sense why there's a lot of follow, a larger following for me as opposed to me having a, fo- a large following of me following other people. Because you can guide me, but you ain't going to direct me. You can drop gems and breadcrumbs. Don't mean I got to take those breadcrumbs because that might not be my path. So there might be 61 people I follow because... I, I think your, your content provides something different for me for every emotion that I have. You might be funny. You might not. I personally, like I said before, I like following people who don't really post. Because that just shows that you're self-aware to not have to feel like you have to validate yourself by sharing shit on social media for niggas to know that you exist. So people I follow barely post. The ones that I do follow that post, they post occasionally. But let me tell you how much my page goes on a loop. Be of the people I follow because they don't post like that. And it's always suggested posts. And the suggested posts are about self-awareness, self-enlightenment, and self-alignment. So it makes sense when they suggest it because that's the type of shit I end up liking. Which is not a problem to have an you know affirmation here or two. But my following to followers will never match. My nigga, on Twitter, I follow 30 people. I have 940 followers. 30 fucking people. Out of those 30 people, maybe 15 of them are people that are public figures. And 15 of them I know in real life. Because they're people I fuck with. But you know with Twitter, Twitter's like Instagram now. It suggests shit that other people like, which will pop up on your timeline. Don't mean I got to follow you to fuck with you. I could just fucking fuck with what you have. And that's another thing. I could fuck with what you got on your page. I mean, I got to follow you. Missy Elliott got zero followers. Beyonce got zero followers and 10 million followers. The follow zero people will follow Jay-Z, correction, and has 10 million followers. Fucking Missy Elliott has 4 million followers and follows nobody. I had somebody unfollow me because I follow them because I don't like their mid, their, their shit is annoying. Like, all they do is post nonstop posts and shit. That shit is fucking annoying. I don't give a fuck. Like, you're annoying. And then you're a contradiction. And then, like, they don't ever really support me. So, your energy is trash. So, you don't need access to my personal page. I'm unfollowed because I don't give a fuck. But I unfollowed them on Twitter not too long ago. And guess what they did? Right back. They unfollowed. Why? Because this shit is your life. To me, niggas who could follow you after having thousands. This person has, like... I want to say 230K or 22K followers. I don't know. Something like that. I don't be paying attention to that shit too much. But as, as like 200K followers and they got 132K followers and they focus on me out of the 4,000 followers that follow them back. You focus on me out of 132 people who follow you and you're mad because my number dropped one of your numbers. You have 132,000 people who follow you. Why the fuck? You have to be looking to see that shit. There's no way possible. Another girl I know got like 7K followers. I unfollow her. The bitch follow me the next day because I don't like her fucking energy. She's trash. So you're not about to fuck with me when it's convenient. So I unfollow her and you got, you follow me next. Y'all niggas have nothing but your, this is a consumption for you. And it proves it by you constantly always being on here. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't need that notoriety. I'm not, I'm not that girl. So the longevity of it all. 
I feel like when it comes to somebody, I feel dating somebody who has public notoriety, if you're both not in the spotlight, is what matters, the longevity. Like, Amanda Seals just announced her and her boyfriend, Devon, broke up. They've been together since before the pandemic. They dated again and prior to that, and they've been together for, like, years. They moved together, started a whole life, established, you know, established a life together. And it's unfortunate, but it's just, like... She never tagged him or had him out there like that all crazy. But the longevity of it all is what is your relationship like outside of the social media? And what are the conversations looking like when social media is not playing a part? Because social media is going to always have the input. But how are you going to let it affect you in your private life when it's just y'all behind closed doors? Because social media can try to be in your relationship, but only you have power and control over your relationship. Mm, Don't let that go over your head. As I said, in-house, out-house, it ain't no change. And there's a difference between privacy over secrecy. Okay, I'm private. I'm not secretive. People swear I'm secretive. I'm private. You is secretive to you because it's not what you want me to share with you for you to know my business. So you see what I'm saying? Like when people say shit about me, I have to laugh because I'm like, really? And people really can't say shit though because I don't give them shit to say nothing. You feel what I'm saying? I'm very private and selective. So if something does come out and it is accurate, I know where I can be able to pinpoint the source. Because I'm very private, which means only certain people know this information. And everybody don't know everything. You feel me? There's a difference between privacy over secrecy. Secrecy means you're trying to hide something. You know that there's something you shouldn't be doing. Let's say, for instance, you're in a relationship. You're married and you have a whole mistress. Your mistress is never going to be paraded because there's a secrecy. You don't want nobody to know that shit because you know you shouldn't be fucking doing it. A privacy is you're married, like let's say for instance Savannah James, you're married, you already know your person has public notoriety, who happens to be August 27th Virgo as well, (laughs) who you know your person has public notoriety, you're there as a support system, but you really don't got much to share with the world because the world sees enough of it on display with him. And you're just here to spread love and light and that's it. But they probably got their own stuff that goes on in their house, but that's their business. But it's a privacy factor. See what I'm saying? There's a difference. I, for one, am all about the enigma and the mystique. Like I said, Queen Latifah, goals. Still to this day, she's always been goals, period. Hair goals for fucking sure, but goals. Enigma and mystique has always been me. I've always been a mysterious person, even as a child. People really can't pinpoint me, and I love that about myself. I love it. Now... Enigma, I just love to have people be fucked up in their mind. And when people ask questions, I don't give them answers. Again, on my Queen Latifah shit, you want to know? I will tell you. If it's not meant for you to know, you asking me, it's none of your fucking business. <sighs> Again, I only follow those who maintain their life without approval. And it's just that simple. Nobody's relationship or blessings are my goals. Mine is Queen Latifah's hair. I don't, I don't, I don't try to attain nobody else's relationship, say, oh, relationship goals. Because who knows what the fuck going on behind closed doors? And two, I'm not you, you not me. And I'm pretty sure our charts are different. So I need my own relationship goals, and which I do have. Um, And I think, like I said, it goes back to the Lauren London of who's who and how to be able to know the difference between your ego and true love. And it also goes back to Coco Jones, like I said, with being the icing on the cake. I am the cake. You're the icing. You could be the icing, but the cake can still exist without the icing. And even if there is icing, ain't that much icing when you really want the majority of the cake. Because the cake is actually the real the real foundation of all. Because you can't just put icing on air. Mm. I said what I said. But we shall see what my life is giving. This notorious notoriety life might just be hmm, a little different. So we shall see. 
But enjoy the rest of y'all September. Y'all Virgos, enjoy the rest of Virgo season and keep Virgoing. Hopefully y'all are surviving Mercury retrograde and it will survive a shadow period. And I will see y'all in October during Libra season where we'll try to balance some scales. As I always say on air, let's keep it real. And always remember, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. I'll check y'all in season 10. Peace. Station.